Jenny Russell's art caterers from Milktown Pies, Alexander Grace Law, Jez and Lisa's Spoonful of Sweets, and SPE Furnishings. Links to their websites are available in the show notes and on our website. Don't forget to subscribe to get all the latest episodes as soon as they're released. everyone and welcome to the Housecast, Lower House Cricket Club's podcast. Fantastic rainy day today or this evening, nothing going on down the club, all the games have uh, been called off this evening but I'm sure the weather's going to get better as we go into August. Thanks for listening. Uh, once again we've no special guests on as such, we've got the normal co-hosts who, are, who come on this every fortnight just to talk about the game. So uh, I welcome Joe Martin. Good evening, Joe. How's things? Uh, very well, thank you, Jess. How are you? Yeah, right, fine and dandy, thank you. Yeah, a half-decent week, just pottering around. What about yourself? You've, uh, you, I see you're in the Joe Martin room. I'm in the Joe Martin suite, as ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's been a busy week. I started a new job this week, so it's oh, been a very busy, yeah. very hectic. All right, good. How's it going? Settling in all right? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, really yeah. good, thank you. Oh, that's good, that's good. Yeah, you're looking great. We had a good catch-up on Sunday as well. Yeah. Also with us, we've got um, Joe Benaducci. How's it going, Dooch? Great, thank you, Jez. Very good. Yeah. Just had sticky right. custard. So, oh, all's well in the world. Yeah, you look like you, like, yeah, you sat back on that chair. Yeah, you look like you <laughs> <went back>. <laughs> <laughs> And on a Thursday night. Wow, having a pudding on a Thursday night. We ain't running in the morning, don't worry, Joe. We'll be running it off tomorrow. Uh, we'll get we'll get straight into um, to to the news for the last fortnight or so, just to talk about the games that that the the club have played in and how things have gone. We'll get contributions from Joe Martin and Dooch and uh, see how we go from there. So we'll start with the game last Sunday, I think. Um, Walsden away. Lost by 98 runs. Um, I think the three of us watched most of it or played in most of it, which was Joe, Joe Martin. Very disappointing from my side. Um, I thought they batted well early on. I thought they, you know, they handled the game well and got to a total, but I still think we could get it. Joe Martin, do you want to give us your rundown of, of the game, how you saw it and a few of the highlights and scores? Yeah, Um I think so. So to begin with, I actually don't. I actually don't think we bowled that badly. In no. it's a very small ground, and yeah. the some of their hits on other grounds, I think, potentially would have been chances. Yeah. Um, for us to take, but on that on that small ground, their first hundred and ten runs, hundred and twenty one, there wasn't a chance 
to hand or anything no. like that. Hockey ball really well first up in really difficult conditions. Francois struggled with the pitch because his foot was moving when he was landing yeah. and that sort of thing. You'll know what it's like, Jess. It's gonna yeah, be it yeah. can be tricky sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and yeah, so it was it was really tough bowling conditions, but they batted really well. We took all our catchers and they but they managed to get two hundred and forty, which seems a lot, but on on there it's I, I, I don't think it's pardon? Take all our catchers. Did we not? No. Toxy dropped one, didn't he? Oh yeah. My bad. Sorry. But 240 on there, I think, is very chaseable. Um, but we just collapsed again. Um, I think it's actually quite telling the number of times that we've played Walsden now and how similar the scores have been. So the number of times they've got over 200 and we've been bowled out for less than 150, maybe even 140 yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not sure. I don't think. I don't. I don't probably there might be nothing to read into it, but I just think it's a little bit odd that with a team like ours, we don't seem to be able to quite just push them a, li- a little bit more. Um, yeah. And do you think that's just walls, then, or do you say you know? It, it, again, just to I agree. Me and Dutch were sat together at one stage. We were thinking two eight to. Yeah, um, we'd have settled for 250 early on, and then you fought back. You know, I thought the opening batters battered very well, I think 420 on. Yeah, they battered then they really fought well. back really well, and they didn't look like they were going to get 210. And that, but that happens on a small ground and a few wickets in the tent, and you know, they got to that score break. I just felt you know, was you know, nothing short of a bit ridiculous, if you don't mind me saying. Um, I'm not suggesting on your part, I mean, for a club. Uh, and then we just didn't seem to have plans in place of how we could rebuild. Am I being harsh? I don't think so. I mean, I think potentially we could. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't really know. It was. If you're gonna chase two hundred and forty. A lot has to go your way, doesn't it? You know, you, you can't yeah. make mistakes chasing two forty. I know what you're saying about plans and stuff like that, but you know, if you lose three wickets early on in different circumstances, it's, you're always going to struggle, I think, chasing 240. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the pitch, you know, I mean, they're, they're a good side, you know, that opening bowler from, from our end. Um, bowl well, you know, there's good line, you know, he were bowling at some decent pace and were causing some trouble. But Ben and Johnny have got in and got, you know, recovered a little bit from there. Um but I just think we're losing wickets. And I hear what you say, Dooch, and, you know, we, that's, the, that's the, the great game that cricket is. You can have different thoughts about it. 2.40 on there is probably a 2.10 on our pitch. I know they know the pitch better. Um, but the batters we've got, I'm not having the fact that, you know, they're not good enough to, no. you know, to get that score. Yeah, and I'm not saying five times out of ten. But to ten, I would get that score outside. Um but we just never never looked like it. But you know that that that's the way I was into it. We don't want to be doom and gloom around it uh, around it all. Um, no. Was there anything else, Dukes, that you could uh, 
you know, comment on around the game, the way it fizzled? Uh, well, I think it was obviously looking at the way their ball, their pro ball, it was obviously spinning. Um, yeah. Obviously, difficult to see from where we were. Did it spin more later on than it did early on? Possibly yeah. wet early. Um, so maybe we, we got a little bit of, you know, the yeah. mucky end of the stick a little bit there. I'm not saying that's why we lost because obviously we, we were comfortably beaten. The, the thing that struck me, that's the first time I've watched them on their ground. We, we were, me and Jez were talking, we both played there in early 2000s in an interleague game, but obviously that's a, a different um, yeah completely. But this team, that's the first time I've watched them play on their own wicket, on their own ground. And they obviously play their own ground very, very well. Short square of the wicket. They have a lot of lads who are comfortable hitting yeah. wicket. And, Joe, you mentioned earlier, could have, would a couple of those have been chances on a slightly bigger ground? Well, yeah, it would, but fair play to them for yeah, absolutely. exploiting their own conditions. And I think our yeah. impression of the game was they do that very well. They, you know, they're, they're aggressive. They hit yeah. to the short parts of the ground and yeah. it's difficult to defend. Yeah, it is. I tell Joe, when Dutrex were talking that through uh, uh, when they were batting, and it amazed me really. I've played all these years, and I, I haven't. It didn't jump out to me as much as that is. You look at Johnny Whitehead, Johnny Whitehead, and Ben. They're prolific down the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, they're such good straight players. Um, you know, you can you can cut. You you play dead straight and everything. But there's probably only Dean who is more of a you know, um, an offside and a leg side player as opposed to down the ground. Whereas every one of their players were comfortable and it must be the ground you brought up on and the way you play cricket, that's what you do. We are a little bit shorter in, in length, but we've got a big wide ground. It, uh, it did interest me that when dudes were telling me on Sunday. Yeah, well, that's been said a few times to me. Um, yeah. What, you short in length? <laughs> um, height. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think that's actually quite a good point, Jess, actually, is that when we, it, it's, it seems sometimes like we, we really want to try and hit square of the wicket and try and exploit the boundaries, but it, and this isn't an excuse for anything, but it, it's, it's not quite how we usually play it's not quite in our game no, and, I agree. and then when and then when we're sort of expected to do it and people say how many times people say well you didn't people didn't use a short boundary very well yeah and yeah. you think well that's it's difficult it is absolutely absolutely yeah. you know we you know I, I mean I only I only face six balls or so before I run out maybe not even that many actually but I'm not going to start just because there's a short boundary on one side. I'm probably not going to be yeah. able to start slog sweeping it for six no. or four or, you know, whatever. I no. can try, but I don't think I'd be terribly successful. No. Um, so I think that maybe we we just need to think a little bit more about what our strengths are. Because I think sometimes we can be caught in the middle of yeah. those two things where, yeah, and, you know, sometimes it's Yeah. I sometimes yeah. wonder whether we'd be better. Because I think sometimes we can. I don't. I don't know how sort of aggressively you think we played on Sunday when we were batting, but I don't know whether sometimes it'd be worth being 130 all out, trying to, you know, trying to go for, go for it. I guess you know, and and trying yeah. to hit 
trying to hit the ball out of the ground rather than trying to dig yeah. in as we would and try and bat properly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's... That's where my little gripe about plans come from because I think Ben and Johnny were taking the game to them. Yeah, yeah I know this, this this hassle. There's a bit of animosity from their their players towards Ben, and that seems to bubble up. Ben handles it very well, and sometimes it it enhances his game. But I think we were doing that, mm-hmm. you know, when we were one wicket down. But then all of a sudden Johnny gets out, and then Ben gets out, and all the, and then you're right what you say. We're in between. Do we just try and bat the next ten overs and get up to six and over, seven and over, or do we just just play play positively? It's a big call, and you know, yeah, the both sides can't get it right. Can they? Yeah, you know, it's very difficult. But not to worry. Well, the, no, the other no. thing is as well, they know that their pro is going to bowl the last fifteen from. Yeah. From, yeah. I think that probably factors in to the way yeah. they earlier on in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, if yeah. he's going to go ball it last fifteen from one end, yeah, 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 no, it is. It's right. It's uh, it is. It's difficult, and they are a good side, and that's why they're top of the league. So let's see, uh, see how that progresses. So let's go go back a week to some really good news. A good win at Middleton. Um, we won by forty-one runs, I think it was, with some uh, some good performances all around. Joe Martin, what? Uh, how did that game go? Do you want to talk us through that as a player? Yeah, we uh, we had a sub pro in for the day, uh, Akbar, uh, who is a very good player, um, and we we actually started we actually started really well. I think it was a, a bit of a green a green wicket, and the ball was doing a little bit early on. And but I think me and yeah. Ben put on uh, probably I don't know sixty, yeah, fifty or sixty. So it was a good start. Um, yeah, and we were just sort of getting on top of them, um, and you know we, you know we just played well. Johnny came in and it was and he played brilliantly. It was it was it was effortless. What you know how he was batting, uh, imperious yeah. one might say actually because yeah. he, he just didn't look in any trouble at all. We got 40, 40 odd off, probably the same amount of balls I would say going to run a ball at least. Um, and played very well, and Akbar did the same. And we just had a lot of momentum yeah. going through, yeah. and and we managed to get to... I think it's fair to say, Joe, the plan there was really quite good. You got a fantastic 70, and people bat around you. You know, that that's that's a basic plan, isn't it, of, of when you bat first, of how you do that. And it, and it sounded like it worked fantastic well. Those other players could do that when you're the, the anchor role for it. So yeah. we, what did we end up getting? So I think two, we ended up getting two six eight or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, we yeah, and and actually it was quite interesting, really, because earlier in the season we got two fifty when we yeah. probably should have got two hundred seventy, two hundred eighty. Um, so it was quite interesting watching how the game would un- unfold. To be honest yeah. with you, after yeah. that, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, and then we bowled we bowled very well early on, I believe, um, and it was just a case of their pro. Uh, but, you know, the, the the result was between their pro and us, I guess. Yeah, he's a very good player. Um, yeah, and again, probably his eighty runs. And I don't think there was a chance. I would say. Uh, yeah. And he's a, yeah. and he's a very very good player. Knows his yeah. strengths and hits yeah. all around the wicket. Uh, yeah. But Toxie managed yeah. to cramp him up a little bit and he 
and he chopped on, so it was a good... Uh, yeah. We came after that, it was a case of making sure that we bowled well and bowled them out, because, you know, yeah. you can always you can always get runs quickly at Law House. Of course so, we can. Yeah, but again, Joe, it's one of those, yeah, and we've all played in them, you go back whenever. Um, you know, getting the wickets is important, but, you know, dot balls, when you've got a score like that, if you can generate... You know, a few dot balls together in and over, and only go for three in and over, and someone goes for four, and then you know it really does make pressure. Certainly on amateurs and and the pro, I think you know there's a run rate that's getting up to six, seven, eight, and over, and he's losing wickets at the other end. It's not easy for him either. No, no, play no, definitely not. Uh, Francois bowled Francois bowled really well. I think he yeah. took six wickets. Yeah, um, he bowled really well. Brilliant. So that was a great win. Um, and with 12 points, you would bowl them out, yeah, yeah. So, with 12 yeah. points from that, so a fantastic win. We all know the cup finals coming up a weekend after next. Um, but in the meantime, we've got other bits and bats of news to speak about. And as everyone's aware, um, that the housecast won a, an award, a month a monthly award for um, services to the community and to keep people's spirits up and and the way that you know that COVID's gone is uh, it's a real honour that we've won this award. So we are thinking uh, we have been given a few accolades. We've got a trophy that was presented to Joe and Adam. We've got a presentation to go to, but we've also got um, a game at Lancashire Cricket Club. That we can go and watch, and we can. There's a, a room in the Hilton with a balcony, etc., etc. So, unfortunately, a lot of the housecast members are unavailable to go for one reason or other. Joe Benaducci is going to come along. I'm available to stop over and to go into the uh, the Hilton for the day, watch the cricket, and stop overnight and have a few beers. But there's one space spare, so we are thinking of. Um, having a bit of a draw for the extra space. Joe Martin can't come because he's washing his hair. Uh, Gary lives too far away and, and Adam can't make it. So we've uh, we've got a draw for who else can come. So we, what the idea is, we're going to have a draw to uh, to see who the other guest is that's going to come along to this fantastic day out. It's a week on Thursday. Sorry, it's a week today um, at, at Lanks uh, Cricket. So... Joe Martin's got his his balls out. He's got uh, a random ball generator where he's going to generate some numbers for uh, of all the guests that have been on the house cast. They've all got a, an independent number and um, Joe's going to give me a number and then I'm going to find out who the guest is. So, Joe, go on, shake your balls up. Okay. And it's number 18, Jez. Number 18, let's have a look. Is that right, number, eight, number, number 18 is Katie Hazard. Oh, excellent. Oh, excellent. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's handy, isn't it? Uh, i tell you what, yeah. we, you know, we can't fiddle it. We can't uh, pretend it's unstand. Dooch, will you just send Matt Stanley a, 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 a message and see if uh, see what his thoughts are about flying Katie over? I'll go on mute and I'll ring him now. Yeah, all right, that'd be good. So, uh, so at least he'll be able to quarantine in that room, Jess. Yes, yeah, of So, yeah, we'll be able to stop in there, me and Curtis, for a fortnight. That'll be uh, that'll be useful. 
Um, so yeah, for for those people who don't know, it's a real it's a real you know honour that Lanks have done this for us and have said that uh, that we've contributed to the community and um, and we're really pleased. The club have got some money on the back of it as well, and I'm sure that all the, the listeners and the people who've subscribed have helped us uh, get this award. So that's good. So anyway, Dooch, you're back in. What's Stanny say? Stanny says he don't think we'll be able to get him in through because of, um, well, you know, the Lancashire League rule about having overseas players here. They might, it might right. raise an alarm that if we try and bring a second overseas in. So yeah, we can't do it. But I think I think that's probably just the smoke tree. You don't want to pay for it, really. So unfortunately, yeah. Curti looks like a non-starter. So have you got a have you got a reserve list? Well, we'll just we'll just rant, get uh, Joe to randomly shake his balls up again. What if it's Ryan Harris or Andrew McDonald? Well, I'm sure Stanley would pay for them to come over. Uh, redrawn, and it's number yeah. thirty-two. Thirty-two. Oh my goodness! Look, it's Gav Shields. Oh, Who good no. that? Shields. Oh right, we need uh, to get him on. Let's see if we can get Shields off to, uh, to dial in. <laughs> No, give over, get shields on. But, but let's see, do you just get see him to come in to, uh, to see if he's available or whatever? I'll get hold of him now, yeah. All right, okay. I'll just tell him well, to join well, the call. Well, he, don't know, he don't know why he's joining the call. I'll just tell him to join it. He don't know why. Yeah, just tell him to join it if he's available, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so whilst we're waiting for Dukes to, to see if Gav's around at all, just a few things from Lancashire League, from the... Website. What's your thoughts on that, uh, Joe Martin? That Smith's not coming back next year. Um, well, it's good for us. Can you have a minute? <laughs> uh, uh, it's good for us, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think so. I mean, I would just—it's it, it, really just filling a bit of a gap. But yeah, when you look at, have you seen these figures? Yeah, they're they're incredible. Yeah. Seriously, three hundred seventy-eight runs at seventy-four point two nine. This is just for Ramey. And 289 wickets at 8.8. Mm, yeah. It's, it's no wonder they were, you know, they were such a, 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 you know, a powerful side, weren't they? When they got yeah. a call like that. I think we talked about it last year, but at one stage or another, another, we had no idea how we were going to get it out. No, no. And no idea. Yeah, plans and stuff for where we wanted to ball to him and stuff, but yeah, no idea. And he just never did it. Yeah. No, we never managed it. And we were the only club where he's his quality, no. his quality. Yeah. So let's see how Rami go on. You know, they've he's played, this year. He's played two games for our house, Jez. Did you know that? I, I do remember he was sub pro, weren't you? A lovely lad, apparently. He did very well as well. In, in 2009, and then again more recently in 2018. And in 2008, right. 138. Yeah. Right. Well, 2009, did he get 80 odd? I think he got 70 odd, yeah, in 2009. And two yeah. wickets as well. Yeah, it's outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. Um, so that's you know that's a bit of news from the the Lancashire League. There's other bits and bats we want to talk about afterwards. But I think Joe Martin is that Gav trying to get in? Yeah. All right, just I'll let him in. in. Is he? All right, she, all right, Shields. Oh, I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous as to why I'm being dragged on here. To be honest, <laughs> it's you don't summoned. Need to be, yeah, you don't need to be Gav. You you know your podcast went down very well, and and we have a laugh and a joke, but. We're not piss takers, right? We've had, I don't know if you're aware, we won uh, an award for the podcast and the, you know, uh, for the community, etc. 
and there's a spare place. As a result, they're giving us a hotel room, uh, but we have to do some live broadcasting, watching a Lancashire game. Uh, but it's next week, next Thursday, and your name's come out to Art. Are you available to come? I'll I'll, uh, I'll get in touch with uh, Matt Stanley if I can get days off, and I've got holidays, so yeah, that'd be great. I can't believe I've uh, won that. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so it's ne- next Thursday. Is it a is it a hundred game, Jess? I've been watching the under. It's been brilliant, hasn't it? No. Absolutely, I think it's great. I think it's great. It's a great competition. Have you been watching? <laughs> I have, yeah, I've got it on. I've got it on yeah. now, yeah. yeah. It's very enjoyable. It's not 100 game. It's one of them Royal London 50 over game next Thursday. Oh, all right. Um, did you watch but, the game last uh, night? I didn't know. Yeah. It, it was absolutely brilliant. I think it was so Oval Invincibles, weren't it, against, uh, I can't remember, Birmingham Phoenix, maybe. And uh, Moeen Alley was absolutely brilliant. Unbelievable. Just kept smashing it. He pulled his ball and it went like flat, flat six. It was it was proper <laughs> flat six. <laughs> I think these two are taking them taking the Mickey Gav. I take it you don't like uh, the hundred. Uh, not particularly, no. Uh, no, no. I'm just laughing. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, good scheming that, gents. Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> So, anyway, so back so, so next, next Thursday, Gav, you yeah. are available. Yeah. Uh, if you can, if we can see if we can get you off that, we'll have um, we'll maybe meet up for breakfast somewhere. Somewhere in Usley. We'll have. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and quite a bit of water, obviously, yeah, yeah. and then and milk to line our tummies. Of course, because we because we're sensible. Exactly, and then we'll get there for half 10 or 11, have a full day out. Dooch, you coming over, or are you, you... I am, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. That'd are you be staying ideal. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm golfing day after, so I'm, you know... It's got an early start, so yeah. that's, that's why this... Yeah, it's quite far away. So that's why we've got this vacancy, and hopefully... Kirsty has had came out before you, Gav, uh, but Matt Stanley won't pay for his airfare, and there were a few problems with quarantining, so uh, so that's why we drew drew it next. And I mean, I must admit, I thought Ryan Harris might have been a little bit of a better choice, but but Gav, you're up there. <laughs> well, up if there. you went off, if you went off speed of bowlers, well then I'm probably a bit quicker than Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really like to say it in public, but quickly. And certainly bowled a better in swinger. Well, Harris is self praise is no praise, but yeah, you're right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. So that's uh, that's the right result because initially the few people that we talked about coming and stopping in the room, it's obviously a twin room. We're not going to be chopping and tailing, Gav. Um, but I did think I'd have to get my earplugs out if I'd got there are a few other people put it in the ring with Joe Benaducci and Matt up and you know those people who were always in the you know the annual who can score the longest and loudest competition in, in <laughs> England. I've room with Benny on a few trips and he's definitely in the top three. Uh, what, what, where did we go for Scott Stamp do? I, I, I was in the same room as Benedicci and Ag then, and uh, I woke up in the middle of night and I thought there was something wardrobing on. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Every time he breathed in, my bed inched a little bit more. <laughs> like holding on to Edriel for sure. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
that's, that's interesting you say that, Gav, because Matt, my brother, snores like a trooper. And I've slept in the same room as Dooch as well. I don't know which trip it was on Dooch. And Dooch warned me before he even brought me to the club. But Dooch was a silent assassin. Matt was one that went roofs coming off, and then he'd turn over and you'd have 20 minutes sleep, then he'd start again. Whereas Dooch, you were like, you know when the Germans used to drip water on your head till, he, <laughs> till it kill you? That's were more like Dooch. So, uh, and then he gets so up and then has it. Yeah, <laughs> says it into him. Can, we get, can we get this back on topic at all? I mean, we're not, our listeners are not really interested in snoring. About you snoring. But no, it'll be a good day. So what we'll, we'll need to do, we haven't got a plan yet, Gav, but we're going to have a little bit of recordings for the podcast. I think Joe yeah. Martin's going to try and get over at some stage and sit with us for a bit so we can Excellent. just audio record. Uh, a few of the activities and then they can all go I mean you can have a few extra pints and then uh, go on our merry ways on the Friday so congratulations Gav I'm really chuffed uh, that you're coming along no that's great thank I really you. appreciate it and, uh, and, and thanks very much no that's great you're more, that's you're great more than welcome we drew it out of uh, the generator and no Martin's ball site out <laughs> of interest what number were I? 32 yeah. Oh, just, just like me, uh, me, we waste in inches. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Out of order. Next time I see a Joe Why did you have to say inches? It wouldn't be centimetres, would it? <laughs> very true. Very true. Very true. Thank you to our four sponsors for supporting our podcast. Johnny Russell's Art Caterers and Milktown Pies. Alexander Grapes Law. Jez and Lisa's Spoonful of Sweets and SPE Furnishings. Links to their websites are available in the show notes and on our website. Don't forget to subscribe to get all the latest episodes as soon as they're released. Right, we're going to move on. By all means, Gav, stop him. We've only got a few bits and bats to do. You can have a listen in and contribute. We'd like that if you're up for it. Yeah, well, I've got no, nothing else planned. I'm, I'm not with Sally Army tonight, so yeah, I can uh, stop on for an That'll extra bit. Do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do that. Well, what we'll do is, because we've uh, we started talking about news within the league, um, just have a little work through the um, great news that two of our youngsters have been selected for the Lanx League under-18 side. I think they're playing... Do you know anything about that, Joe Martin? Is it at Mickelhurst or somewhere? Uh, potentially, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Sunday, this Sunday, the 8th Yeah, it's August. this Sunday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at Mickelhurst, and they play in the Greater Manchester League, so well done <laughs> to George and, uh, and Henry. That's a fantastic achievement. Um... Other things that have happened. I don't know what you three think about the the, the Kez wickets that he's got. It, it, that is unbelievable, isn't it? I'm, you know, how 1,800 and something mm. wickets that he's got. That's some achievement, that, isn't it? It's unbelievable. It works out. I think he made his debut when he was 16, and what is he now? About 62. And it's about, it's 30-odd wickets every year for all them years. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he played some years, Jess. I think he went pro in somewhere, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He missed two or three years. He went mm. to play in Newcastle. I know he did. So that's a fantastic achievement. So, uh, yeah. well done, Kez. Brought a 92-year record within the Lancashire League. 
Um, and then the other one, which is a, it caught my eyes again. We keep hearing it, but it, it disappears from time to time. The league is struggling for umpires and they're, uh, they're appealing for more umpires to come back. It's interesting, isn't that? What, what's your take on that as a player, Joe Martin? Uh, I think it's... I think it's worrying, to say the yeah. least, um, because without them, we can't play. Uh, so I think that maybe I don't really know what the answer is either. Because no. <laughs> who are the recent recruits who are ex-players in in the current umpire lot? You've got Proc, aren't you, from Richton? Yeah, Proc from Richton. Yeah. Um, Mark Clayton did it, didn't he? But he he packed in after he was, a few years. That was that was ten years ago. Yeah. No way. Um, yeah, he retired. He stopped doing it after a game that we, me and Joe, played at church. That cross, isn't there? He used to play at Langs, Harry's mate. Yeah, Gareth Cross. Um, yeah. And right. I think Dibber, Dibber, Dibber started umpiring, but I don't know whether he still does it. No. Um, the, other, the only others are recent ones I can remember. Nick Westwell's probably the one before that. Yeah, Westy and Pank, Kenny Pank Ferguson. Yeah, Pankash Pank. did it. Tony Woodworth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tony. But I think we're actually, we're talking, except for, I mean, Nick doesn't umpire anymore. Tony doesn't umpire anymore. Yeah. Um, I always thought Nick were a good umpire. I would, I would be disappointed when he packed in. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he, was a good, he was a very good umpire. Uh, Bernard Reedy. He, yeah. he was a, a good umpire, but doesn't do it anymore. Um, no, it, it is a shame. I mean... I mean, is is the behaviour of the players? Because obviously, a lot more players are getting banned now, but they didn't have banned. They didn't have the, that type of punishment. I don't think when I was really young playing, and even I think when Duke and Gav, you know, started playing, there weren't people banned as much as they are now. Is the behaviour um, causing some of the issues with players packing? In do you think? Uh-huh. I know. I know it's a hot topic, but it's there. I I think so. I've, yeah. When I've spoken to some umpires, I was speaking to an umpire at Middleton when I played the MCC the other week, uh, and he, he was saying he's put more reports in this year than he has in the previous eight, right. which is worrying, I think, as well. Yeah, um, it is. Because you're going to get yeah, to a is. stage where there's going to be no umpires. Some umpires have a thick know. skin and they, and they don't care. But yeah. for others, it's... Uh, it's a way to stay in, involved in the game and, and to yeah. stay engaged yeah. with it. And yeah. so, therefore, I think that it's a real shame if player behaviour is putting them off. Um, yeah. Because it's not, for yeah. me, it's not, for me, it's yeah. not worth it. I, I don't, I might, no. I might have different thoughts to other people on how, how we're supposed to play cricket. But it's, yeah, I, don't think, I know uh, what you're saying. I mean, I mean, we're no angels, you're right. You know, no, no, we're not. As, as a club, we've had players that have been banned and, you know, I'd like to think that we are quite harsh on them now. Stan is certainly, you know, he supports the exec committees and he's instigated bans before it's even gone to the committees, you know, with the yeah. backing of our of our directors. But I've got to admit, you know, I, I watched the whole game on um, on Sunday and there was unsavoury moments there as... As just as a, a spectator sat watching, you know, some of the language that was going around 
you know, we've got kids and, and, and women and the, the the attitude of some of the players there I thought was quite deplorable. Well, Gav, what's your thoughts on it? With the well, uh, you've been watching for the last couple yeah, of years. Exactly, yeah. You know, I, I, I agree with what you were just saying there. I think I think the league has to take a bit of responsibility and not coming hard enough down on clubs, if I'm honest, because it's all right saying, you know, we've banned more players than ever and stuff like that, or uh, not yeah. only those as a club, I mean, the league, you know, there's more yeah. players, you know, than in years gone by. But it doesn't do anything to stop the behaviour. And I've watched quite a few games this year, and you have people appealing from, you know, sweeping on boundary and stuff like that, or shouting abuse and stuff yeah. like that. They don't get yeah. ball played in games where it's got a bit lively, and, you know, we're all amateurs and, and fair, but it's almost yeah. like 50 overs. It's, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And I can yeah. imagine the majority of umpires, they are older gents, and they won't yeah. have to put up with that. And I, and I, no. I do think the league have to support them more. And, and yeah. you know, because, you know, and, and you see some sort, you, know, you see the league exec walking around great. Well, what are they deaf? They can, I know. You know, they can hear what's going on. So why don't they do about it? I think that yeah. there needs to be, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's evident that probably some of the bands aren't a particular deterrent anymore. Exactly. If they, you know, if you have a two-game ban, you know, I think they just say, all right, fine, fair enough. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. you know, I, they, they might potentially need to look into maybe some some different kind of consequences if they've been, yeah. if they've been reported by umpires and that. And, and I'm not sort of speaking from like an ivory tower um, because if it happened to us we should yeah. also face the same yeah and we have done with the bands haven't we we have done with the bands and I, yeah. I do think you know the we really do take it very very seriously but that on that on Sunday in fact most of the swearing and shouting were the Wolfsburg players falling out with each other honestly Gav it was bizarre there were two or three different rows between each other yeah that was, you know, the full length of the field. But, Gooch, what's your thoughts on it? I know you, you, you know, you're looking our after our first team and the senior sides. I know it's a difficult topic, but I, well, listen, I won't, I won't be against the, the introduction of some harsher penalties, but that the problem yeah. will be, as it is with all things like this, is the consistency. You will always get yeah, yeah. players who are more willing to. Yeah. Report stuff than others. Yeah. Ben, yeah. Ben will tell you now. He'll look down the umpires list and he'll know which ones already. Who are the yeah. ones who he's gonna, you know, have yeah. on any on any given day, or who are the ones yeah. who are lenient stuff. So you could have the same incident yeah. on two different grounds that, that one player gets banned and one player doesn't. Um, yeah. So, so I'm, that's. You know, that's yeah. introducing something, and I think something should be done, but I think it's the consistency that needs to be worked on because yeah. umpires, some of them are more willing to, to take action than others. Yeah, and also, and also yeah, well, it is. Like, different entities and things like that, you know, end of day, especially with last 80 bumps of that, more skin to ever, some of them. So you don't yeah. really want to be yeah. imposing like financial fines because, well, you know, no. what's the point in that? It, you know, yeah, because they don't have any money to start with. No. So, no, there's no point in that. It's uh, exactly. So it's I mean, let's see, 
Yeah, it is. And it's like we've discussed before about various things. You know, we sometimes seem to forget it's such a good standard. You know, it's played to a professional level, and yet the vast majority of people who compete, and I include the umpires in that, are amateurs and are not, you know, do these umpires who are getting paid two and six want to go home and sit at a computer for two hours typing out a long slavering report knowing when they're going to get slated for it so it is difficult and I feel for the exec as well but I just I just wonder if more of an independent type uh, body to look at it you know as completely away from the umpires you know and support the umpires I guess I think there might be potential Jens for a different kind of reporting system yeah. Where yeah. it's probably not the onus isn't put on the umpires to report yeah. things. Yeah. Potent- yeah. Potentially, if it was captains reporting incidents and yeah. then looking for support from umpires, yeah, rather yeah. than the onus being on an umpire to report it, you might actually then get yeah. more consistent. Yeah. Because, yeah, because if an umpire has heard something and a captain reports it, then then you've got some kind of internal reliability there. If a captain yeah. reports something and an umpire says, "Well, I didn't, I didn't hear it," yeah, I didn't then... happen or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. The that is if you get two teams that go at each other and they both behave like idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are but they then they're going to report each other. Are they? They're going to they're going to come to an agreement after the game and say, "Yeah, about what yeah. he, about what he yeah. said." Mm. Yeah, it's difficult, and and we could debate it forever. It'd be interesting to see what the listeners think, and by all means, uh, put your views through on Twitter, or you know, we can have a, a further discussion on it because uh, yeah. we don't want to get too deep and too heavy about all this. Let's just have a little look at our future list. We're going to start looking more at the second team and the third team and the fourth team. We do have four senior teams now that play most weekends and are doing really well and it's played in the right way with the right age group of people. Uh, so we're going to probably get the likes of Stan on to tell us about some of the third and fourth 11 uh, scores and outstanding performances and fixtures, etc. Um, just I'll just talk through, I don't know if any of you three are aware of this, the, the settings beat Wolveston on Sunday by a whopping 130. Um, Aggers got 40. It sounded like he had a steady start and laid the foundation down and then the, the young lad Joel Sharp came in and got 60 off in no time, 60 off 45 balls. How old is he, Joe? Is Joe how old is uh, young Sharper? 16. 16. Yeah, he just keeps getting he just keeps getting those uh, those scores, doesn't he? And looks to be a very positive type player. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. And the thing the um, one of the things for me is it's I think when I've spoken to Joe about it, obviously I've known Joel for a long time. Um, yeah. But he's into the second team. He actually came from nowhere, I would say. He probably yeah. wasn't in Matt's thoughts early on. But, yeah. you know, he's taken his chance really well. Um, and I think that that's a real good message for all the other kind of junior cricketers at the club. Yeah. To say, if you work, and Joel works really hard at his game, Um if you work hard at your game and you get a chance and, you know, you're lucky enough to take it, then you'll be rewarded for that as well. Um, but I think when young cricketers do really well, I think it should be celebrated because there's enough sort of doom and gloom around. <laughs> so I think it's brilliant yeah. that he's doing so well. I, I agree. And you look at that side, the side that was picked on 
on Sunday, he and Duke spoke about it. It's a strong side, that. It is. It's you a know, very strong you know, side. Um, yeah. And, and I think in the last... I mean... I mean, people like Henry didn't didn't even bowl, you know, no. and and he's and he's performed brilliantly in the first team. So it just shows the strength of the youngsters coming through, and also the strength of the team in general. That yeah, and yeah, all the options because I don't think Matt bowled yeah. either actually, and he's no, pretty much no. bowled every every week. So it shows yeah. we're moving in the right direction with the with the yeah, second team, yeah, and it's really always, pleasing. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic, and you look at Joel. He's it's 306 runs at 61 this year, at 60, an average of 61, a strike rate of 129 for a 16-year-old. That's fantastic. We had a bit of a giggle on uh, Sunday about it, didn't we, Dooch? We were talking about him, how well he'd done, and we were seeing the scores that come through, and we were chatting, you know, how how old or young do you need to be to start pushing that first team door because, you know, of, of what you're doing and it, were it Matt Stanley who said he said I don't know about pushing our first team door he'll be playing for Chennai Super Kings next year it had the early carry on the next season it was, but, uh, it but not last. in the 100 Jez no not in the 100 we can't do the 100 because it's because that's no good um, so they're all you know the seconds did a great job there like like uh, Joe said the bowlers bowled Walsden out for next to nothing so uh, so that's everything from me around the second team is there anything from the two Joes around the other teams, the junior teams, anything you can tell us? Or... Uh, I just think, uh, I think with um, with Gav being on, actually, I think, I don't know, I obviously don't spend a lot of time in the second team. Uh, um, uh, you know, I train with all the players and stuff, but I'm not in the dressing room or anything like that. But it it, ta- it sort of um, seems to me like it was, it's a similar atmosphere to when I went into the second team and Gav was the manager and it seems a really positive place where these where we're going to be really pushing first team cricketers, which is a which is the job really of, this, yeah. of the second team, isn't it? And producing those second team yeah. players like Gav did in yeah. those, you know, yeah. when he was manager yeah. with Paul Stanley. Yeah, and I think you'll agree, Gavin. If you know, no matter how old they are, if they're getting the runs. You know, and, and there's a there's a space from they should push into that. Do you remember those days, Gav, when you were out there looking after a young cheeky Joe Martin? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I, it's the old saying, isn't it? If, they, if they're good enough, they're old enough, and you're only going to yeah. find out, and that's by, by giving them a go. But um, yeah. it's good. I mean, when, when you when you're in bar after a game, and you know you're talking about the game, and that it's good. It's good to sit second team there. There's, you know, there's a good group of them now. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, and they're all having a laugh, and they are all mates, and it, it's good to see. Actually, it's uh, it's good for a club. It's good and healthy for a club. It really yeah. is. It's good to see. Yeah, they're yeah. a good. They're, they're I, a good six group. on the bounce. The seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. It's Absolutely fantastic. Second team yeah. like losing players week in week out when your first team are calling him up. That's, that's yeah. That's good. Good performance. Yeah. Yeah. It's, fantastic. It's fantastic. Like we said, we've got to, you know, we're not going to do, we might do a preview next week. We'll see how this, this weekend's games go, but we've got the final of week on Sunday, actually, there are tickets available from behind the bar. And uh, I think there's still some spaces left on on the coaches. So if people want to get uh, get over to Clitheroe to support the boys, then, then let's get uh, get booked in. I've uh, I've just one more topic at, at the end of this. I want to run it by Gav because I'm a little bit disgusted in it. But is there anything else from Joe Martin before we move on? Nothing from me. 
No, Duke. No. Gav, I'm just going to run a little scenario by you. I went, I have a little trip to Walsden last week. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a boozy trip. It was a case of last minute. I'm just going to go over. I drove over and had a lovely five or six hours with Joe Menaducci and Matt Stanley and Joe Martin sat with us. And then someone around us opened a bottle of something that I've never, ever seen in my life. A bottle of non-alcoholic gin. Right, see you later, lads. I'm logging off. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? No, I can't. I'm absolutely disgusted. They should, they should be banished from the... If we want to have a lot, when it, when it, uh, yeah. December, they should be banished from the club. I've wrote a strongly worded email to the directors, and it wasn't just that. Gav, they were almost like bullying it up, like it was, you know, really the in thing. It was, it looked an expensive bottle. You know, it was, it was possibly a batch, I'm not sure, from that place in Burnley that makes gin, probably yeah. 25, 30 quid. And they even had Fever Tree Tonic, which goes, I mean, I do like a gin and tonic before my tea, and but Fever Tree Tonic, I mean, that is top of, top of the ring. And these two ladies are sat there drinking this, pretending it's all right. Speechless, utterly speechless. Absolutely speechless. What's your thoughts on it, Joe Martin? Would you have a non-alcoholic gin and tonic? Well, I don't drink, but um, I would say well, you, you, might well, you might as well just have a, a Robinson's, I guess. A Robinson's. Yeah, so the, pe- the people who, who were, the, the ladies who were drinking it knew who they are, so maybe they should uh, come on and, and defend themselves in one of our future podcasts. Um, right, I have nothing else from uh, from this fortnightly podcast. Anything else from you, Gav? Thanks for coming on. Really uh, appreciate it. And thanks for trying your best to get there next Thursday. Anything you want to add? Uh, no, no. Just to say thanks right. very much for, uh, for you know, inviting me on the trip and uh, really looking forward to it. And uh, Good. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Thanks very much. Good. Really appreciate it. We'll have a riot, I've no doubt. Dooch, anything before we close up? No. No, you're all sorted. Joe Martin? I would just like to say I'd like to get Gav on more often. Right. Okay, then. Do a review uh, of a hundred game, maybe. Get him on. <laughs> the world's shortest podcast. You'd have to have a bleed machine and it'd be over in five minutes. <laughs> good lad, good lad. Right, thanks, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe and like our um, the, the, the Twitter feed and get other people to listen in. Thanks, everyone, for listening and goodbye. Gordon, Gordon, send more house to save the house.